What's up? What's up? Get it going. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's get it going. Get it going. No bending like old Benny. A coos at most fair joke. Best show ever. It's the best show ever. Best show ever. You think it is? Yeah. I mean, Ted Lasso might give it a run for its money, but it's the best show ever. That's fair. Dude, I watched a lot of the first season of Ted Lasso. It's amazing. It's It's funny, right? So good. He just, everything he says makes you laugh. So good. And I I said everything he says on the show. Remember, I literally said it. (laughs) How how are all my brothers doing? Mike, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Doing good. Introduce yourself. Yeah, Mike Donnelly here. Michael Mooch Donnelly, East Coast Donnelly, living in Staten Island, New York. New York, chilling. Bought a house, though. Going to be moving to the Dirty Jurors here soon. Let's go. Getting the plaster and the floors redone right now. Hit it. Homeowners. Homeowners. Koozie and I, homeowners in the chat. Let's go. Homeowners. Represent. When uh, when do you move in? Uh, Hoping by the end of August, but we'll see. You know how home repairs go. You do one thing and another thing pops up, but... God, classic for, homeowner, you know. You know, aiming for the end of August. You know what I mean? But we'll see. We'll see if my guy, you know, my guys can get the work done. But I got good faith in. So, so quick, quick, quick tangent. I, you guys can imagine this, but I love talking to people who do like floors and like flat. Man, I, I just tradesmen. Tradesmen are the, is what you're looking for. Tradesmen. There we go. I hit it off of them. We're pals. Oh man, Joe, what's getting, up? We're just getting taken to the cleaners by like his hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say they like me. They're, they're, they're at home just counting all the bills I gave them. But, you know, yeah, doing well. Who's you're up. Oh, me? Kevin Cousy Donnelly. Um, kind of the rock of the group. Um, Park Ridge, <laughs> Illinois, holding it down. Uh, second oldest, third youngest. Some call me the middle. I disagree. Happy to be here. Love it. Love it. Happy to have you. Are you hosting? I'm just saying, in general, I'm speaking for the royal we. Oh, you know? <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Uh, bye, bye, Joe Donnelly coming from San Diego. Who's shaking his head like he doesn't know what five five is? I know exactly what five five is. I have no idea what it is. I was just with someone in Dallas, Texas, Brent Daly, who also knew exactly what five five was because he lived with me in college. I think we're talking about two different things. Yeah, but that's so it. do I. <laughs> cool. Mine's mine's a good story. So hey, is Joe, mine. Joe, are you talking about Toby and Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. I was just listening to it before we got on the powwows in the waiting room. Thanks, my gracious host. I'm um, a beast. Yeah. I'm a dog. I'm your father figure. Wow. Yes. That, that sounded exactly like him. <laughs> you guys got to listen to Toby. Listen to Toby. Throwback to last episode. But yeah, coming from San Diego, was listening to Toby. One of the other pods I listened to, they have the segment Layup Lines, which I thought you guys would. I think it's cool they talk about what they were listening to before they hop on the pod. So Ooh, I was listening I to Toby, <laughs> my, Toby and my layup lines, which is good. Getting like that. getting hyped, you know, like ready to contribute. 
I like that. Who are you, Bear? Terry the Bear Donnelly coming to you live uh, from Evanston, Illinois. Um, shout out! Shout out a big time listener, Sasha. Sasha Heyman. Um, are you fucking cucking my segment? Yeah, we got we got some seg stealing here. Seg if anybody's gonna shout out a fucking listener, it's me. I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to shout out my girlfriend. You're not allowed to dox her. Oh, you're not. It's my job. Wow. That was that was a hardcore f bomb right there. Yeah. It was, yeah, like, it was I, a hardcore sex deal you just tried to pull. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right, we're going to go into my segment, Hot Take Koozie. Let's do this. <laughs> Cold Take Koozie. You got to go with the right. Anyway. All right, so, yeah, man, holding it down. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to see my brothers. Uh, got. I think we got a good, some good content for the busy bros, for the busy people. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Busy bodies. Busy bodies. Already changing you. Already changing you. All right. I got a shout out a listener. Shout out. Get it going, Coos. Shout out. My job. Shout out. The listeners, the busy bodies, the busy bros, the busy biz. You know. Uh, Sasha. <laughs> Sasha McGash. What <laughs> up, girl? Dating, dating our brother Bear. My man's not single anymore. He's shouting it from the rooftops. A lot of groupies. Hearts are broken. Tough, tough day. Yeah. For the busy bodies of female gender. Let's who just have see. all been pining after Terry the Bear. But he's a one woman man these days. This is going to Shout out, Sash. Love the listening. Gosh. Keep it up, even after you dump Bear's ass. Keep on listening. <laughs> this will get this will get Coos going. Let's just say, you know, Coos, Bear's just having a nice life. He's just having a nice life. <laughs> He's having a nice life. Yes. Oh my god, that's funny. Having a nice life. Inside jokes. IJ's IJ's in the pot right now. Loving it. Loving it. All right, should we get that first seggy? Everyone's favorite seggy. Should we hit it? <laughs> we know we it's Sasha's favorite. Here we, here we go. My guy, my guy, my guy. Talking about Lucha's guy. My guy. Ooh, that was good. Good, good dance moves, Bear. I wish people could see the visuals. But uh, all right, we're going to get into it. This one, you know, done this before. It might seem like a cop out because this guy does get a lot of pub, but, you know, sometimes you got to play the hits. And if he's my guy, he's my guy. You got to roll with it, roll with the punches. So here we go. You know who's kind of my guy? Moosh, who's kind of your guy? Big time author, podcaster, Malcolm Gladwell, my guy. Huge Malcolm Gladwell head right here. Huge Malcolm Gladwell head. Love the revisionist history. I've read, let's see, I think we got four or five of his books I've read. Huge fan, Ooh. huge fan. I know, and again, he gets a lot of pub. He's a New York Times bestseller, Pulitzer Prize winner. He's a podcast of the year winner, all that kind of stuff. So he's, he's getting the pub. But, you know, as a guy, I listen to him now. I'm even I'm even up to the point of revisionist history that I have to wait till Thursdays to listen to the new app that's dropping. I'm, I'm at that point. Okay, I've become that big of a fanboy. Um, I've done all the other seasons. I've read 
Tipping Point. I've read Outliers. I've read David and Goliath. I've read uh, Talking to Strangers. Um, so, yeah, that's my guy. Great content. For somebody who hasn't read any Malcolm Gladwell. What's up? For somebody who hasn't read Malcolm Gladwell, which one? I'm going to oh, read one. Uh, I, I got to say, I mean, I like them all. They're all great. But my fave, Talking to Strangers, it was his most recent one. Revelatory. Absolutely. It was Ooh. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Revelatory. Revelatory. You like that? You like that? This, this segment is just a huge, huge sick brag by Mooch. Like, yeah, I, I was about to say, boys. totally listener. He's a reading guy. He reads. Oh, okay. we get it. I You're listen to most of it. I don't even read most of it. Most of it, I'm I listen to. Audiobook and uh, the you podcast. You flexed on five books, dude. Sorry. You know, some of us can read, Koo. Sorry about that. Yeah, there, here we go. Some now, of us can listen yeah, like you because we listen. Know. Yeah, that's true. But also, I knew we were going to do a sports-heavy second segment, so I thought I'd go with the non-sports guy. I was listening to him this morning. So he's on the, on the dome. My guy, Malcolm. You're- so basically what you're saying is you did not prepare. I did prepare, but I was just saying, <laughs> driving to work today, I was like, I love Malcolm Gladwell. I'm a Malcolm Gladwell fan. You can ask anyone. I bring him up all the time. He's got some great pods. So I'm your brother. Anyone. I'm your brother. I didn't even know you knew who Malcolm Gladwell Who's Malcolm Gladwell? It's bro. a lie. I thought a Jeopardy category bear on a Sunday all about Malcolm Gladwell. Okay? Also, I like it, it for also you. also a sick brag by you. Try and be like, I love Malcolm Gladwell. I'm gonna do a Jeopardy category. <laughs> I, I like this for you though. I feel like it fits. I feel like it works because he's great. I mean, because you're a nerd. He's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely nerdy for sure. Stuff you don't know. If I were you guys, I'm telling you, any episode you can just bounce around on revisionist history. All of his episodes are great. I do think sometimes I will be. I'll come out honest here. I do think sometimes he makes things grandiose that don't have to be. Um, that's part of his job. You know, get people to listen. Um, uh, these big words too, revelatory, grandiose. Okay, I mean, like, hating on me right now. Thing, never hating on me more than he is right now. The other thing is, oh, so he won podcast of the year. You said that, right? Yes, I forget what year it was, but he who, did. So he's who a, good, he's podcast a competitor. Of the year. Who, he's who, a competitor. Who, yeah, yeah. He's hyping up a competitor. Oh yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a diagram with our, our listenership there. An ally. How about an ally? You know, an ally. Oh. Wow. Get him on We're, the competing. We're competing. We're <laughs> competing over here. We like the smoke. We want the smoke. Is Malcolm? First he of also all, writes, though. who, who right gives out podcast of the year? And how have we not won it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I forget what it was. I just saw his Wikipedia page. I think it was 2018 he won it. I don't know. But the Mike, the Mike Donnelly Podcast Association <laughs> gave it out to Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell for the fifth the two, year. Segments. The two I'm looking at. 2007 Malibu Awards goes <laughs> go to as I'm listening to my car on the way to work. Uh, okay, but seriously, guys, I, let's just break it down. Okay, because I know you guys are big sports guys. Let me give you a quick some highlights of some of his pods he's done that I think you guys would like. Okay, he does a whole pod on Will Chamberlain and how Will Chamberlain could have averaged more points if he shot free throws underhanded, and he ties it into the idea of how sometimes it's hard to do things if you're worried about what other people think because Will Chamberlain wouldn't shoot his free throws underhanded a lot because he was afraid what people would say and how that affected his performance. That's a good one. Okay, ties into Rick Perry. He's got Rick Perry on the on the pod. It's a good pod. Another one, he does a whole three-part thing. I forget what season it is. I think it's season three where he takes sports moments and other moments and he takes the ethics structure called casuistry, which is 
built by the Jesuits. Let's go Jesuit high school here. Everybody here went to a Jesuit high school. Go home, get some. And he applies the Jesuit theory of ethics to things like Andy Pettit using steroids, the guy who invented birth control. And I forget who, what the other thing is. So that was cool. Coming from a Jesuit high school. He gets uh, Frank Martin on the pod. All right, Frank Martin, big time Frankie Martin. You don't know who the Frank Martin is there? Come on, Bear. Frank Martin from South Carolina? <laughs> no, the the college basketball coach, Frank Martin. Jesuit priest. I'm with oh. you, Bear. I'm with you, Bear. You, you were you coos. I know you were feeling Final me. Four, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, that's what you guys Darius Thornwell. Right. Yeah, exactly. right, James, Martin. James Martin, my bad. That's on me. I'll take the I'll take the Kansas one. State action, Bill Walker. James, you know. <laughs> James Martin. So he does that one. He does a whole bunch of. That was Huggy money. Bear. He does. I'm telling he you guys. After him. All right. Okay, Moose. Sorry, we're stealing your segment. It's fine. It's fine. Listen to Mel Gladwell. It's wonderful stuff. I love every episode. I I'm actually kind of mad that I finished. I I re-listened to a couple. Uh, they're that good. I mean, I'm a huge, huge revisionist history fan. I'm telling you, go take a look. What do they call? Do they does he have a name for his fans? Like we have busy bros or busy bodies? Does he? Yeah, I think he calls them uh, yeah, history's revisers. No, I'm just kidding. I just made that up. <laughs> the mad glass. That was a very that was a very Malcolm Gladwell joke. Just... Yeah. <laughs> also, I think I mentioned this earlier on another pod. So sorry for revisiting, but it'll play. There was a pod though that happened on JJ Reddick's podcast where Duncan Robinson and Malcolm Gladwell were on the same pod conversing. There's an MGHOF fest going on. Incredible. We need to like <laughs> by the way, Mooch pumping up another competitor. Another pod. Ridiculous. <laughs> JJ, we're coming for you. Uh, <laughs> but also it would be a great, you know, if if our editing department was worth anything, they plug in that audio of Malcolm Gladwell talking to yeah. <laughs> talking to Doug and Robinson. You get a little, give the listeners a little clip, and then we cut right back to us. That'd be nice. But you know, editing, they're not, they're not up yeah. to speed. Producer Flair, jot that down. Yeah. It, it is funny on the pod. Malcolm Gladwell says he's like, he's like, how did you end up at Williams College, Duncan? He's like, was there some sort of clerical error, or like your application was supposed to go somewhere else, and it got? It's pretty funny. He's like, it gets, it gets sent to Williams, and you just end up there. Uh, but I'm telling you guys, you can hate on me. Kuzi's hating on me. But I guarantee after this, I guarantee in the next week, Kuzi listens to a Malcolm Level podcast. Well, yeah. I don't know. Obviously. The most recent episode looks like it was about laundry shaming. Oh, yeah, dude. The laundry one I just w- listened to today, it was mind-blowing about laundry. It was incredible. It was unbelievable. Joey, I'm a little, Joey, I'm a little surprised you haven't read any. Hey, no, and I, I felt a little... Like Mitch was trying to one up me. I talk about fiction all the time. Not a big non-fiction guy, but uh, and no, not as much Malcolm. Gladwell. So Malcolm, those Gladwell books are non-fiction. Uh, all of them, yeah, all of them are non-fiction. I love non-fiction. I'm in, dude. Yeah. dude I got a couple I can send you, Bear. Also, one of them is just a collection of his articles from the New York Times. Like, I, I didn't what's read that? that? That's like cheating. <laughs> uh, but I tell you. Uh, uh, David and Goliath is good. Outliers is very good. And then uh, Talking to Strangers is also excellent. I might get into it. I might. Revolution they're short, right? Very they're real good. short. They're really short, right? Uh, let me see. Let me. I got David and Goliath right here. Let me see the page count. Let's get a, let's get a thickness look. Yeah, oh, David, it's big. It's a big boy. Not too bad. No, because no, he's got a lot of footnotes. Oh, oh footnotes. footnotes. No, you don't have yeah. to look them up, though. You don't have to look them up. It's a classic footnote. 
Dude, I tried to, Joe, I tried to read Infinite Jest like three times. No shot with those. Hey, we're looking at 295, bro. 295. That oh, that's big. no big deal. That's no big deal. I can 295 it. Yeah. I can 300 spot it. Here, Moon Bear, that's Mike Donnelly Senior College right there. You can handle that right there. Yeah, 295. 295, bro. I can't handle the Mike Donnelly version of 295. I can handle 295 pages. <laughs> you're it's, a it's, I'm telling you, man. I I get upset when I finish episodes because I'm like I gotta wait another week. He's so good. I mean, how do you think our listeners feel? You know, they end an ad and they hate it. They're probably like, "Oh my god, these guys are these guys are busy. They're probably not gonna get back together for another three weeks, and I gotta wait." Hey, we got back together quick on this one though, so that works out well. You know, but again, I can't say enough about again. He has enough pub. He's doing well enough for himself. Canadian from Toronto. Um, but uh, also, my, this is a cool fact. Michael Lewis, everybody knows, the author of The Big Short, Blind Side, and Moneyball, says Malcolm Gladwell is the greatest American author that's ever lived. So that's wow. got to count for something. That's got to count for something. David Foster Wallace, boom. That's fair. That's a fair thing. But Malcolm Gladwell's alive, at least. Sorry. That's a fair thing. Wow, insensitive. <laughs> Moving on. Well, no, he can keep reading. He can keep writing. I mean, so he got an unfair advantage. You can keep reading, nerd. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Got him, right, Coos? Thanks. Though. Yep. So I am moving, moving right along. My guy, Malcolm Lewa. Boom. Here we go. We got some hot take, baby, this evening. We got some hot takes, baby, oh yeah. Terry got them hot takes, Terry got them hot takes. Hot takes. I had I had two ready to go, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna share one that I don't even think is that hot, but it's not my hot take. Max Drews. Put it up there. No comments. What's that? Just put it out there, no comments. Yeah. yeah, so this isn't even my hot take. This is not my formal hot take. This is an informal hot take. Max Drews is gonna be Duncan Robinson and earn himself an eighty to ninety million dollar contract. Who wants you know, who wants to smoke on that? That's ridiculous. You're out of your mind. Dude, have you seen this kid shoot, Kevin? I, can't. I mean, Mooch saying oh, that's ridiculous Drews. is ridiculous because Mooch has no idea well, what Max Drews is even doing. This game winner. All right, I'm What's, locked in. What's a little ridiculous about that is Duncan Robinson's the best three-point shooter in the NBA based on percentage. He's also the so, quick, he also is the quickest to two hundred threes ever, including yeah. Seven. So Duncan doesn't miss, but Max Drews is well on his way. Well, on his way, he scored thirty-two in a summer league game. Oh, he was making it rain though, wasn't he, Mike? <laughs> he was looking good. I did like it. I did like. It. <laughs> he's a good dude too. He's a, he's yeah. just, anyway informal hot take. Max Drews is going to earn you himself. Know, do you know Max Drews? What's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I DM him sometimes. No big deal. Do you know him personally? No. That, how would you know he's a good dude? Because <laughs> he's eating Chipotle on Instagram. He just seems oh, like. Oh right, right. He's related. He's like, oh, and he's a demon. about paying for extra guac. Yeah. yeah what's his uh? What's his what's his Chipotle order? He's a he's a burrito bowl guy with chicky. Uh, he gets the guac, uh, white rice, black beans. You're totally um, off the cuff on this. Corn. No, I'm not. I, I I can picture it right now. Corn's questionable. Yeah, corn is not red. questionable. Red you got to get the corn. Got to go and red salsa. He goes no sour cream. 
Yeah, before right. we get into an argument about sour cream, what's your real hot take? All right, so if I read these numbos to you, this is this was a starting quarterback in the NFL last year, okay? 15 games, 66 point, this is kind of a little creepy, 66.6 completion percentage. Cool, cool bear. 4,336 yards, 31 TDs, 10 interceptions, and, you know, quarterback rating – where or passer rating nine, 98.3, quarterback rating 69.5. Who do you think that is? Because that person is going to win the NFL MVP next year. I got a guess. Who do you, who you got, Mike? How many games did you say you played? 15? 15. Okay. Missed yeah. the playoffs. Missed the playoffs. Yeah, going Kyler Murray. Wrong. Oh, I felt good about that. Not game. a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Well, good about that one. All right, Joey Tuzzi. NFL MVP is going to be this guy. Any thoughts? He said, well, how many touchdowns? 33 and 10, which I I know I heard this stat on another show, and I can't remember who it is. No, 31 tutties, 31 and 10. 31? I thought you were 30 and 10. Craziness. Because you just Googling who had 31 touchdowns. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Googan. No, I'm thinking. Google. It's not Russ. I feel like Russ would have. No. Why would there's, that be a hot Somebody take, would think about him. Tell us, Bear. I forget. Justin Herbert. Oh, was a nice day. All right. Justin Herbert will be your 2021 NFL MVP. I say the Chargers win about 10, 11 games. It's such they a fucking game. better if he's going to win the MVP. <laughs> Dude, oh, he's going to He's going to freaking ball. Keenan Allen's going to catch like 125 balls. So you're going to draft Herbert as your starting QB in fantasy? 150%. I'm putting every fucking penny on him, dude. I'm so sold. All right. I'm down. I, I like it. Not bad. T- I don't know if he'll win the MVP, but I think he'll play well. So like if you him. pull up, let's look up Aaron Rodgers' numbers. I was going to say, what did, what were Rodgers' numbers this past year? They were less interceptions, but. Here we go. Come on, but you don't have this loaded beer? Come on, man. Start 48 tutties. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Five interceptions. Oh, boy. That's freak show shit. Hey. Like, what did Mahomes do? A lot. Like, that's who's going to have to, like, beat, really. You know? Right. But I think, I think he's – I think 40 is the number for Justin Herbert. He could easily, though, Bear, throw 40 touchdowns, have less than 10 picks, which is a fantastic year, and lose the MVP to Mahomes or Rodgers. Like, they could 30, easily. So, <laughs> Mahomes had 30, 38 tutties, uh, six interceptions. Ooh. I mean, if he throws 40 tut, like, I think him even throwing 40 touchdowns and single-digit interceptions is, like, a hot take. So, if he does that and doesn't win the MVP, I'll still give you some credit because I don't think he will. He's good. It seems like a good pick. He's got some pieces. He wasn't, the first, he wasn't the first QB taken in that draft, was he? No. It was uh, Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, Kyler Murray yeah. won. Oh, Herbert was a rookie last year. Never mind, it wasn't Kyler. How, what is this, Kyler's second year? Burrows. Third year now. Yo, Burrow. And Joey Burrow, who's a beast. But Herbert might look better than Burrow. Well, Burrow tore his ACL, but. 
I mean, when you got, you know, you can throw to Keenan Allen. I Allen. knew it. I know where you're going with this. You and then you can sling it out to our guy, Austin Eckler. Let's go. I was going to bring Whoa. up Eckler, Mike. I know you love Eckler. When you got a top seven RB, you know, it helps out. Let's just put yeah. it out. Top seven? What happened to top eight? I said top seven last night. Oh, seven. did you? Yeah. She Dude. Said, In California? <laughs> <laughs> Justin Herbert is your 2021 NFL MVP. So when that happens, just come back to this tape, run it back. Don't know. Wow. So they've got in that division, they've got the Raiders, oh, yeah. the Chiefs, Ra- and Broncos. And the Broncos. Broncos stink. I don't hate that, you know, like high scoring games. Yeah, none of those defenses are like it would crazy happen. good. But see, that's, yeah, because they're going to have a good defense too. Um, Derwin James. Derwin James. Bosa. Bosa. They yeah. had a uh, – they can't, They were 7-9 last year, so they have a decent schedule. Um, but I think they play the NFC East, which isn't great. So, I – Really? They, so, they've got Keenan Allen, and then does Mike Williams do anything out there? Yeah. Stud. Does he? I have no idea. Does like – Tight end game where they throw, are they chucking out like Hunter Antonio, Henry, Antonio Hunter Gates, Antonio Henry. Gates. Oh, they got rid of Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's on the Patriots. Oh, nice. Wow, oh, nice take, Bear. Don't, hey, KYP, bro. Yeah, come on, Bear. KYP, I like it too. They do have, he's got a good line. He's got, I think they have that pick that's come back. That big dude is probably a mooch, is my guy, Forrest Lamp. Um, Lamp it. Oh, they got right. Jerry. Cook now, dude. Jared Cook balled out last year. You hate Bear? I have texts on my phone from you saying you hate Jared Cook. So I, I hate Jared Cook. This. I hate Jared Cook, but he finally had a good year. Uh, he's like a total throwback. He, he, you, know what, you know what he will win is probably like one of the like best-looking quarterbacks because those uniforms, so good. Oh, they're and ridiculous. Got, and then Brian Bulaga. Is the oh, I love yeah, Bulaga. Justin Herbert's got like – like like acne and like he's just he's just a young kid like he and he's gonna win the MVP apparently Here we yeah go. oh he's not a good looking kid is all I'm saying like he, but he will be your 2021 NFL MVP I love I love their coach I love him yeah what's I, I looked up his name too what was, I I don't know his name I've just heard like two interviews with him he's awesome Brandon Staley yeah he's so he's went legit. to Dayton yeah yeah he's, he's a dog I'm a fan. I'm a fan, and he was he was defensive coordinator with the Rams. The Rams, yeah. He's also gonna have, gonna have a high completion percentage. Just dumping it to Eck, just give it to Eck. There's twenty tutties right there, Mike. There's twenty tutties right there. Dump it to Eck, right here. Dump it. To All right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my hot take. Anybody Love got it. any? Any? You know? Are we? Are we? Are we good with that? I'm good with it. It's better than your last one. I'll say that. All right. It's pretty hot. Bear, do you think he's the best quarterback in California? <laughs> in California, Stafford, Mooch's boy, Stafford. Dude, St- I think Stafford might win the MVP. Low key. Um, but uh, here's another hot take for you. This is not even hot. Three? I don't know if I can handle it. No, this one's a quickie. This one's a quickie. Thai food. Thai food. Very much superior to Chinese. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to hate on Thai food. I was about to get upset. No, I love – Thai food is sick. It's so much better than Chinese. 
I don't know about so much better, but it's good. It's different style, different style, you know. It's a million times better. All right, a million times better. Okay. okay. Without debate. Tie a bow on it. Tie a bow on it. Yeah. Is that that feels like a Sasha take? Like, is she feeding? feeding yeah. Thai <laughs> we had, we had Thai food tonight. We had Thai food tonight, and I actually said that. I said that to her, and we were like, "Yeah, in agreement." You know. Yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. Thai food's so much better, babe. Yeah, babe. About a keeper. We had some basil chicken, some uh, uh, some pad thai. Yeah, tell and, me more. Uh, tell me more. Some uh, some uh, pot stickers that were very crispy. All right. Love the breakdown here. Shout out a sponsor, Cozy Thai Food. And what do you have for lunch? Uh, salami sandwich. <laughs> he didn't want to. <laughs> oh, good. good take, Bear. I like it. I like it. All three. All Not three. a turkey. Salami. Got it. Got it. All right. Joe, give us the pre- – I don't have a song for this one. I couldn't think of one. So, but give us give us the premise of this segment, Joe. This is all you. All right. Well, when we were trying to come up with an idea, um, thought, putting together the Mr. Rushmore, taking the best parts from different athletes to put together, you know, I even thought, build a goat. We're going to build a goat for each sport, oh, like kind of pick a sport that we each got, got some, some, some stake in. Um, and, and, you know, for example, if, if I were to build the, uh, the ultimate Donley boy, you know, take Koozie's hair, Mooch's loyalty, Air's dance moves, Flair's wardrobe, and my everything else. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Fair. It'll work. Wow. Mooch's dance moves getting fucking I know, real. I, right I, now. Y'all are the fights, bro. I mean... I, I, you know, well, we can talk about that later, but that, that's a whole other pod take. Right? I was absolutely in the zone at Mooch's wedding. We talk about it that. more. Seriously, yeah. talk about yeah. it. More. Come on right. now. Yeah. Well, this is the humble brag. Yeah, right. Uh, have you already showed Sasha the pictures? Uh, yeah, I have snaps, dude. I have saved snaps of me bawling out. Because it's the humble brag pod. You got to find your way. Because Joe with humble brag, me, Bear, you got to. It wasn't even there. a humble brag. That was a brag brag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think Bear's going to do baseball. Mooch is going to do football. Koo's going to do hoops. Yep. Who wants to go first? Are we limited? Here's a question, though, before we start. Are we limited to four for, like, a Mount Rushmore, or can we do more? I'm just curious. Oh, no. No, I got got way more than four for mine. Joey's Joey's got Baker's dozen. Yeah, Baker's dozen. All right, I'm going first. Hit it, Bear. Let's go. Ben Simmons, what? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go from the bottom up, and I got five guys that I wanted to touch on. All right, here we go. So we're going to start with Ricky Henderson's legs. All right. right? Good so luck. absolutely the best base stealer in the history of the MLB, the greatest of all time. Greatest of all time for a speech. Yeah. Self-proclaim, <laughs> I am the greatest of all time. Walk off. Absolutely. So from the Oakland area, played for Oakland Athletics. Pretty sweet. Ricky was the man, pimping home runs. He was he was swag before swag. Like he was absolute. Is yeah. this stealing percentage someone like somewhere in like the eighties or something like that? It's like unbelievable. 
I mean, the only other guy who's up there, like, who you would argue is a better base dealer is Lou Brock. And, like, he's completely, like, like way behind Ricky by the time it was over. Obviously. Yeah, Cubs trade Lou Brock. That was smart. Um, next. So I'm going to go legs up. Uh, we're going to start with the right arm. Roberto Clemente's right arm. Ooh, good arm. Dude had a freaking rocket launcher as a right arm, I guess. And, like, precision. He's, he's, people, like, talked about Roberto Clemente being the best outfield assist guy of all time. Like, it's like him. Like, I mean, I guess Bobby Abreu's got a ton of outfield assists, um, which is kind of random. Uh, Bobby Abreu, what a name. Yeah, I know. Bobby Abreu has, like, I, I looked it up. He's got, like, 132 outfield assists, which is kind of ridiculous. Ichiro, ton of outfield yeah. assists. Um, uh, Vlad, Vlad, uh, Vlad Guerrero had a ton. Um, so, you know, just big arms in the outfield. Um, so, Roberto Clemente is the beast. So, we got his right arm. Left arm, we're going with the unit, Randy Johnson. RJ? Love so, it. A pitcher. So he could he could throw righty from the outfield, pitch lefty, destroying oh, I like it. destroying birds as they get to the plate. You know, just big unit bringing heat from a ridiculous arm angle where he basically broke his elbow on delivery. <laughs> then Greg Maddox's dome. <laughs> Greg Greg Maddox would pitch himself into like a three-one count because he knew what the guy was going to be expecting, and then he'd throw some other shit, or he'd throw that just a little farther outside. Like, Greg Maddox was absolutely playing chess when everybody else was playing checkers. And I got one more. All right, I got to share my screen. What, oh, my God, what are we going with here? And we got Brady this... Anderson's abdomen. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> absolute Brady Anderson's abdomen. This man... If you look at his baseball reference page, have you guys looked at it ever? Yeah, it's hilarious. No. Nice, nice Google search bar. It should be like one, one season. So Brady hey, Anderson, look at this, dude. Home runs is the funniest thing ever. 21, 13, 12, 16, 50. He had a 50 home run season. Right. Dude, he's like the king of roiding. Yeah, 21, no, he 13, did one 12, season. 16, he had 50 home runs. That's unbelievable. That's incredible. Right. He was absolutely juicing out of his mind. Poking balls out at Camden Yards. So bears, so bears Mr. Rushmore pro steroids. All right, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Pro steroids, bear. Nice. I, I, I'm, I'm so down with steroids. Like, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't care. I do not care. So, yeah, Greg Maddox's dome, Brady Anderson's abs, Roberto Clemente's right arm, Randy Johnson's left. And then I'm going to take both of Ricky's legs. And then, yeah, that's your perfect Mount Rush. That's five players, perfect Mount, Ra- Mount Rushmore baseball player. I like it. That's a good one. Yeah. What would his slugging percentage be? Who's slugging percentage? My your player. guy. I'm, 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 your hypothetical I'm messing with you. But yeah. A million, dude. A million. A million. I like that. Who's I like that? it. I like it. Awesome. All right, who's next? Here we go. You are. As the uh, college football player now, decided to take football. And uh, 
You know, I went a little different than Bear said. It's funny I went with Bear because Bear did all physical. I went with a little bit of the intangibles. So we'll see how that goes. Here we go. All right. Also, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, imagining that my player is playing a position that isn't quarterback. So I didn't do any. They're not throwing the ball. So no throwing. They're like in it playing maybe linebacker, maybe DN, running back. Eckler. Yeah. Yeah. Both sides of the ball, you know, just flip it. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to start, though. That doesn't mean I'm not going to use any quarterback, you know, parts. So here we go. My Mr. Rushmore, we're starting out going with Tom Brady's confidence. All right. Tom Brady, even in his 40, you know, 44th, 45th year, talking crap to D-backs in in the Super Bowl, coming at him, not scared of anyone, always confident that he's going to win, always confident what he's doing. I want Tom Brady's confidence. Number one, give me that confidence, ready to take it to somebody. All right, another QB working it in there. I would say smartest, maybe smartest quarterback of all time. Maybe you can make an argument, but I'm going Peyton Manning's mind. All right, Peyton Manning's mind. I feel like he was an offensive crowd dome yeah, right here. Yeah, it looks like mega mind. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like he was a offensive coordinator, really on the field. Basically, didn't need an offensive coordinator for the Colts back then. He could have just done it all. One of the smartest players of all time going with him. Okay. Now we're getting physical. I should have pulled up a pick, but I'm not. But I think you guys all seen pictures of this. Legs, I'm going with speed, strength, quickness, and look. Give me Quadzilla, Saquon Barkley's leg. And they have to. Right? You have to. You absolutely have to. I'll even take the torn ACLs. I can live with that with those legs. All right? Those things are unbelievable. I mean – Gosh, you could cut a steak with those bad boys. It's unbelievable. All right, great. Here we go. We got Saquon Barkley's legs. All right, great. Now this one, you know, Big Mike had to work in an offensive lineman. So here we go. This is a great fact that I got to give Bear a little shout out because he's the one who told us about this. Anthony Munoz, we're going with his discipline. And you're going to go, hmm, Mooch, why are we going with this discipline? Well, number one, he's the best offensive lineman who's ever lived. So there you go. Anthony Munoz played in the league for 13 years. Anthony Munoz was called for a holding call 12 times in his career. 13 years, 12 holding calls. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. And he says he says he says he remembers that three of those he shouldn't have been called for. So I (laughs) I, let's go with nine. Let's go nine on it. All right. He said that interview one. So Anthony Munoz, 12 holding calls in 13 years. Unbelievable. All right, now we're just going pure strength. The scariest individual, I think, who's ever put pads on. Give me James Harrison's strength. That's all I need. I mean, come on now. Guys, close grip, bench pressing, 500, like it's nothing. He's the scariest dude still at, like, 40-whatever. He's a terrifying human being. Awesome. Okay, we got two more. Two more. Hands. We got to work at some hands. Going with another modern guy. Give me D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's got the best hands ever, if you ask me. I think Jerry Rice is a better receiver, but if we're going just by hands, give me D-Hop. That's That's interesting. That's my opinion. I think he's got the best hands in the game. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey called him the best wideout in the NFL. I think, you know, he got great hands. He said he's the toughest cover. Love it. And then last, I think who's gonna like this one? I, I got. I'm choosing for someone looking for someone to get, looking for some dog 
in my Rushmore guy, all right? Looking for that dog. Got to have a little dog in you, right, Coos? Got to have a, give me more dogs, right? Here we go. I want the dog, that dog in you, from John Lynch. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Just fill it. Warren Sapp is quoted as saying that the entire Buccaneers defense was orchestrated to send running backs in the general vicinity of John Lynch so that he would just destroy them in the hole. That was like how their entire plan was to send people to him and he would just annihilate them. That was their whole plan. That's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was their whole plan defensively. John Lynch just laying people out since day one. Boom, have that dog in you, right? Who's got to have that dog in you? Where did, where did John Lynch play college ball? Stanford. Ah. Uh, Boom, that's my Mount Rushmore guy. Probably lead the league in sacks, rushing yards, and receptions. All in the same year. Boom, Mount Rushmore. I'd say based on credentials and, you know, um, qualifications, nobody's more equipped to do this than Mooch just based on the amount of players he's created in video games. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Jeremiah Globetrotter. Oh, all the time. TK Downey. If anyone needs a creative player name, I, I think I'm the guy. I don't know. I don't think there's anyone better in the biz than me. TK Downey. We made a whole team once at Dang's house, and we were yeah. playing. Remember that? What was the name of the team? I <laughs> knew you were going to say that, bro. The man-eating butts. <laughs> what was that team name? <laughs> Hell of a team. Hell of a team, man. I knew you were going to say that. What a squad. What a we squad. made every player. We made every player. All right, Coos, what you got? All right, I'm, I'm in the, as the, you know, resident basketball mind uh, of the group. Yeah. Oops, 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 sorry. Uh, I've been tasked with creating the perfect basketball player, so here I am to do it. In terms of body type, I'm mm. sorry, I need a big man's body doing all yeah. the wing stuff. I know Mooch digs that. I need Shaq Daddy's body to start with. <laughs> We're obviously going to have some skills that extend beyond what Shaq Daddy had on the perimeter. All right? Yeah. You just see Shaq Daddy drilling up the floor, just like calling out plays, you know, ready to go. Talking <laughs> Lakers. Lakers yeah. diesel just – flying up the floor are we going lakers diesel or orlando diesel i think lakers diesel is a little bigger so i i need yeah. a little more i need a little more girth, need the girth. <laughs> i might be going like sun's shack like put on a little weight but he's still getting it done. <laughs> that's when you yeah. got more tattoos yeah yeah nice all right, in terms of handles, because the big man's obviously got handles. We got to go Bob Cousy, obviously. Cool, That's nice. the game. It's where I get my handles from. But I love the idea of Shaq just, like, fucking breaking the press, flying off the floor, looking to, looking to distribute. So in terms of passing, if he is going to distribute, my man's got to be running the pick and roll, obviously. Awesome. He's got to be coming off that screen looking to dime. And nobody ran that pick and roll better than John Stockton. All right. John Stockton may have got, I don't know how he would have done in today's game with the shooting and the spacing, but my man could run the pick and roll and he could pass. And my creative player can shoot and space the floor so he can do it all. So he's taking John Stockton's pass and he's going to be running the pick and roll. I'm just imagining a large shack coming off the screen. <laughs> just <laughs> looking head on a swim. Yeah. <laughs> 
Love it. And then in terms of Duncan, because my guy is going to be flying through the air, we got to go Vince Carter. Some of Vince Carter's dunks back in the day are just like all time. He's got, I think he's the best dunker of all time. Unbelievable. Best clips ever. Plus, like, there's a difference between being a good dunk contest dunker and being a good in game dunker where you're like teabagging people. And Vince Carter did both. So, yeah, he was awesome. You know, like, Levine is awesome at the dunk contest. He's not really, like, gamming on people left and right in games. So, we got Vince's dunking. We got – I want somebody who's got, like, a quick release Shaq Daddy body style, just like, whoo. Uh, so, a little Steph Curry, obviously, like, step backs. You know, like, oh. I just like the idea of, of, of stepping around. Like, Duncan's, Duncan's a nice, like, catch-and-shoot guy, obviously. Yeah. But I need somebody who's creating off the dribble and just jacking it. There's, like, a there's like a 13-minute video on YouTube of Steph hitting end-of-shot clock, end-of-quarter shots. It's out of control. I bet. I bet. It's, it's, Plus, he just – he swacks with, like, a hand in his face, like, three feet behind the line. Moving, moving to his left, moving to his right, falling away, doesn't matter. He has every shot. So, we got my guy doing that. Then we got Shaq Daddy. Uh <laughs> This is centered. This is absolutely centered around Shaq's body. Yeah, because that makes it awesome. Then you got Shaq Daddy picking up full court, Tony Allen style. He's got Tony <laughs> Allen's defense, just one man press, picking up. You know, good luck getting around that seven foot frame. You know, like three hundred pounds, just sliding his feet, lateral quickness. Yeah. <laughs> then we got in terms of his will to win. We got to have my MJ. Got to have MJ's will to win. The mentality. All right. Knowing what it get, well, knowing what it takes to get it done. We got to have the GOAT's clutch gene. Got LeBron's clutch gene, obviously. <laughs> that's a no-brainer. And then the cherry on top, the kiss. Here we go. To top it all off. My man, Shaq, he knows he's got a right hand. Gotta give Mike Donnelly's left hand. Oh, gotta give him Mike Donnelly's left hand. Not Joey Donnelly's left. Mike Dizzle. Black hole. Hopefully you don't play a lot of games in morning, though. Not a morning shooter. And then we schedule games between 11 and 1. Yeah, not a morning shooter. (laughs) Not a a nighttime shooter, either. More of an afternoon. He's an afternoon guy. A little mid-afternoon shooter. So that's my guy. I just love the check, Daddy. Just doing it all. (laughs) I think Shaq doing all those things is awesome. <laughs> Pick up full court. Here we go. Yep. Right, so. Let's go. Slapping the floors. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that was awesome. Joey? All right. So I know I've brought it up before on a couple of other pods, and um, some of the listeners might be thinking, what? Sport is left. We're going to the world of sports entertainment, and I'm building the WWE GOAT. That's right, the ultimate wrestler. Now, some of these, as I was putting this together, I realized that since I've watched wrestling for approximately 30 years, um, some of these folks who have been wrestling for a long time kind of lose lose the shine. So... Mine's kind of at both ends of the spectrum. We got a little bit of the old, and we got a lot of the new. So Mooch can kind of probably help fill in some information on the new. Um, but on the start, just go right to the right to the body. 
you know, wrestler's got to have a good look. And so my wrestler's going to have the build of either Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens, which Koozie yeah. and Bear, if you're not familiar, is kind of like a, like a Daniel Cormier or Derek Lewis or Fedor Melanenko, just kind of like Thick. that big dude. Might not be the most defined, but you know, will smash. Will yeah, smash that face. He will. Like the Humbibot for sure. The physique. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, that will. <laughs> <laughs> inserting himself as a as an example. Yeah. Kevin Owens has had a little bit of a belly, but he's that. I mean, Samoa Joe's just a terrifying human being. So, yeah. Yeah. So those are both a little new. We'll go with a little bit of old with some of the intangibles. Number one is obviously one of my favorites of all time: the respect of the Undertaker. Um, I've always thought it was interesting that the Undertaker, its character, is basically a zombie wizard mortician and he made it work for 30 years because he's got so much respect as in the back and with the fans and stuff just because he's he lives it and so the respect of the undertaker um i think the wrestlers gotta have good fundamentals so the background of the olympic gold medalist kurt angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck he didn't know He's a bad, so, bad man right said, there. said to have picked up professional wrestling like the quick, you know, just, you know, the most natural person to do that, which is obvious because of his background. Um, a couple of new ones that Coos and Bear might not know. I'm going to go with the badassness, because wrestlers got to be badass, of Andrade and Alistair or Malachi Black, who... Mooch can probably fill in. Those guys are both very badass. Yeah, yeah. Andrade is just like, uh, I don't care about anything. I'm just going to beat the hell out of you type of dude um, and kind of make fun of you while I do it uh, is Andrade. And Alistair Black is kind of like, um, like a, just a, I'm going to kick your ass type of machine. Like, I'm going to walk in the ring. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to beat the hell out of you, and I'm going to walk out like nothing happened. Like, that's, he's just a machine. So, yeah, both both great picks for being badass, for sure. Love it. For promos, cause, because the wrestlers obviously got to have promos, I think I'm going to go with a little bit of a niche one. This might be a K-Mel. Uh, K-Mel's a listener, right? Oh, yeah. K-Mel. Oh, yeah. Eddie Kingston, who gives – if you – you guys look up Eddie Kingston – he will make you think wrestling is actually real based on his promos, uh, which is great. Um, little very inside thing before I get to like the ultimate thing that this wrestler needs. He's going to have Penta's fear. Penta is a Mexican wrestler whose catchphrase is Cerro Miedo, which is no fear. So obviously he's going to have no fear. <laughs> the last, right? Yeah. The last, and of course... He's got to have the style. You got to know that this guy is the world champion, and that only comes from one person. That's Ric Flair. Yes. Yes. The sir. woo with all of it. The woo. You know, it's all Ric Flair. When you ever turn on, if you turned on wrestling and you saw Ric Flair, which could have been in the, you know, eighties, nineties, early two thousands, even now, you know, you know that guy. That's pro. That's a pro wrestler. That guy's a champion. So that's that's what this wrestler needs. Love That's it, a perfect John. wrestler. John, I'm a little upset he wasn't mentioned, but we're gonna we're gonna move past it. It's 
it's okay. We can still we can still love each other. It's okay. <laughs> but you know, you know, he, he had Samoa Joe type body, so maybe we'll just you know we'll talk about that. There we go. Sorry. Oh, for sure. It, it, yeah, it's in the same 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 form. Yeah. Vucci inserts himself and then inserts Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah, we'll just put Keith Lee in there. <laughs> in there. Don't forget about the don't forget about the guy who said I look like me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Boom. That's a good wrestler though. I'd watch that guy. You, would you want him to win the world title? Or would you want him to like start as like IC champ? You know, what would you do? Tag team guy? Oh. What would you do? Definitely win the Royal Rumble. Because okay. that's Royal Rumble is my favorite. Like that's bigger. Royal Rumble is everybody's favorite if it's not WrestleMania. But yeah, win the Royal Rumble. I don't know, because one of the greatest stories in wrestling was that this independent wrestler, Tommy Dreamer, who runs a wrestling school, runs a promotion himself, but never won the world title. That was like his thing. He like turned it down and didn't want to do it. So maybe that would be cool if he never won the title. Ooh, nice. Nice. Dig it. Dig that. Love it. Hey, I'd watch that guy. I'd tune in. Dead, 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 dead. <laughs> oh, oh, it's motherfucking joke time! Wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> what a segue. That was a good tag team. Wow, <laughs> loved it. All right, so who won last time? Hey, me. No, totally. Coos, <laughs> you say that? <laughs> oh, wait, every week it's Coos. No, I won. Remember with the check your balance joke, and you got upset about it? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, let's go with uh, <laughs> throw the tape. Throw the tape. Let's go with Coos first. Wow, Coos first. Unless you don't got one. I got one. I got one. <laughs> Grab it here. Uh, <clears throat> How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? I robot. You just follow the fresh prince. Ooh, good one. <laughs> good one. Mooch is like, I think, and thanks for, thanks for at least, you know, letting me finish my joke without being like, oh, I've already heard that one. Hey, what a rush. No. <laughs> what you looking for, Spoon? What you looking for, Spoon? Great. I mean, all time flick. <laughs> I robot. We watched iRobot like five times and all together on a Tuesday. Play. I like iRobot. I'm Detective an iRobot Spooner. Fan. I know Mooch likes Wild Wild West better. Ooh, oh, great play. They're both very good, but, you know. At least the song. That's a tough Team one. West, Team West. The best right, part of Wild Wild West is the song. Wild Wild West. We're going straight to the Wild Wild West. We're going straight to the wild, wild west. <laughs> All right. Man, who's up next? Is it Joe or me? Joey. Hit it, Joe. Hey, Bear. Hey, Joe. Why didn't, why didn't, did not, why did not the clown go to the pancake breakfast at the circus i don't know joe why he was too busy murdering people with his iron skillet <laughs> okay right. what did i miss it's deadpan humor i guess you didn't get it oh, oh! 
Joey, that was so solid. That's a good one. I didn't see that one coming. I like that one. Chandler it. That gets extra points. I'm a fan of that one. It's a good one. Gotta bring my A game. Joey keeps us on our toes. Gotta bring your A game. Here we go, Bear. Bear! Yeah, what's up, Mooch? Why does the Norwegian Navy... Why does the Norwegian Navy have... Oh. Oh. What? Why does the Norwegian Navy have barcodes? Barcodes? Yeah, barcodes. Why do Norwegian ships have barcodes on them? I don't know. Why, Moose? Because they Scandinavian. I think you used that one already. You used that one already. I think you did use that one already. I've heard that one, dude. I've heard that one. Repeat. Repeat. I don't think you. I don't think you used that one. You did not. I think he did. I, that's like episode like four. I like it. Which I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Poor showing from Mike. Poor showing from oh, Mike. Oh, he takes that last. Crash Prince. Kuzi second. Joey with the W. <laughs> Joey, you you wouldn't know a Joe. good joke if it hit you in the face. Like so how does it feel to be dead? The iron. Kill it. Yeah. So, you know I feel I good. I feel good. Gonna... What do you feel, Kuz? You know who the real loser is here? Sasha, because she's got to put up with Bear's stupid ass sense of humor. That's <laughs> Guy doesn't even understand good jokes. Oh my gosh, it's Sasha. Can't believe it. <laughs> All right, let's roll it out. Here we go. No bidding line. No bidding. Who's in Moots? Bear or Joe? Joe shouldn't have won. Who's in Should have? Yeah. I like that, Joe. Joe, I'm a good ho- I'm a good judge. You won. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Bye, guys. Love you. All time. Love you, guys. Love you.